What up, y'all? This is Panda AOD. Hey, hey, it's Larissa Renee. Say the Renee. And this is AOD on the mic. On the mic. <laughs> and we are sponsored by ourselves. Ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this my dude. My dude's been asking you since they first fixed this one up. When you're gonna when you gonna come, when you gonna come around so you gotta tell my you gotta look my shit, Pete. It's just nice now, it's different now. You gotta come. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get down, I'm gonna get down. So the eyes of you tell me to come here is like, you mm-hmm. feel but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, we don't we don't communicate. Like, we don't do that. We don't be like, yo, I got this resource. Let me hit you with this resource. I know this person. That's my connection. What your dude is, Sarab saying, my cousin mm-hmm. is this dude. I think you'll sound perfect over it. Right. Like that's just instead of us doing that, we don't we don't see what people need and offer it in. I remember Mike Cooley had a label and would not mention having a label to us. Like, <laughs> like this weirdo shit. You feel yeah. me? Like, these are dudes People that, are like that, too. But that's art. That's but us. I don't mind. I'm another person, too, where, like, it would have been dope to have the connect. Like, hey, yeah. I'm trying to uh, Man, set you Cooley up. Man, if Mike Cooley would have told us what it was in the beginning, we'd all be rich right now. We had He had enough rappers to do it, really. And he was putting, like, Dose One and the niggas who really didn't kind of do shit with their careers out. But you didn't. You know, the same way with uh, we had a little DJ squad. We could have all traveled as a circus damn near, and we would have made money. Mm-hmm. But one by one, it's yeah. like a it's a weird it's dating. But I mean, I ain't mad that I didn't get to connect because I actually like putting money out to support dope mm-hmm. stuff, and I love this venue. So. But I'm just saying, as far as reaching out and having different opportunities, mm-hmm. even for your thing, like it's never about not making a good connect. But last last week, I made it clear I have to find a manager. Because mm-hmm. I made two decisions that, even though I'm not mad at the outcome of the decisions, I'm also like, I don't know if it was the right decision. You know what I'm saying? I chose you made a bad it. manager decision? Nah, or you haven't had a manager? Hand, I don't have a manager. So all my decisions are on me. They're all on me. So last week, I, last week I, made, I, made a, I made a diggable, I did a diggable planet show over top of this radio show. So then the radio show that I ended up missing was a very big platform, but I got a big crowd. All right, the next week, I chose the internet radio show over the Immortal Technique show. The Immortal Technique show was 1,500 people that I could have, like, earned on my shit. Like, mm-hmm. it was a big crowd mm-hmm. opposed from this internet radio show, which was, like, they have a decent platform, but, like, the, the people that they're supporting aren't, yeah. they're not together. Yeah, you, you always got to pick the... Crowd, like. but, I, but I wouldn't have known because in my mind I'm thinking, all right, if it's the same size as the Fuji's crowd, you know, it's a nice big crowd. I, I could, I could win with, I could win without that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But nah, this was like some, this is Riverside Municipal Auditorium, big shit. Like, and I didn't even think about it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, damn, like, I had already made this engagement with this dude and told him I'm gonna do it. But like, so I, I made sure I went through with my engagement, but. I was salty. Chino XL, Immortal Technique, yeah. and uh, there was a couple of the little rap niggas on there that I that I'm, I I would have won. My homeboy who got it, he, he looks crazy this week. Like his whole <laughs> his internet push from this shit. Like yeah, big ass dumb crowd. I'm just like, but I made good rapport with the internet with the, mm-hmm. the radio show. You know? So, All right, but I would I would have rather I would have rather someone did it for me. Do you care if I um li- if I live or anything? No, nah, I don't care. Do what you want. <laughs> what up, y'all? This is Panda AOD, and we are on the mic. I have a special guest with me today. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. 
Hey, y'all talk directly into your microphone. You can speak uh, you up. <laughs> I'm Peter MC, a Dayton, Ohio native, currently LA residing. That's funny because I've talked to the crazy thing is I probably learned about you two no like a year and a half ago, um, just because I really I went to school I was in Toledo I really wasn't around any cities that I grew up in or been around and then I hadn't been on a computer like that I hadn't been watching TV nothing so anything that was being pushed locally I didn't really know about unless it was in the city I was in and the people already knew but um. Lately, I have been meeting so many people that know you, which is crazy. Um, I think well, you're you're in. If you're here, if you're in Dayton, I think it's almost impossible. I'm in Columbus. Even in, okay, so. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So me being more social, I've grown to know that you. I've grown to know one who P the MC is, and I've grown to know that you are a very prominent person in the music. Um, Same. thank you. I wish that I could say, <laughs> I wish I could say I felt that way, that I felt like I was very prominent. I feel like my path to get here has been very, um, it has been a long one to, to, to use the, the best terms I can think of. So, but, um, I, I consider myself a OG. You know, I consider myself. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what people consider you as. Yeah, so I, I'll take that. I definitely am not one of the forefathers. I definitely mm-hmm. know and respect all the, the um, you know, all the the artists and rappers and personalities that came before me. And mm-hmm. uh, as we was just speaking before we started, I honestly think that um, it would it would do our city justice to kind of, you know, give the dues to the people that opened up the doors for us to do the things that we do. Yeah, and I think, I mean, there's a lot of them when you think about music in general and speaking specifically on Dayton. Yeah. There's a long list of people who need it their is. acknowledgement. But even even try this, even as you just mentioned that you heard uh, a lot of my respected, I guess, music thing, that mm-hmm. you were from Columbus. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, like, that's, that's, that's how Ohio is. Like, shout out to Columbus, shout out to Cincinnati. You don't get that much support in Dayton? I, it's just the difference. I love I love my city. You know what I'm saying. But I feel like Same. it's easier for us to support things outside. Like I agree. You know, so even in Columbus, I know a bunch of Columbus artists. Um, you know, rest in peace, Ness Words. I feel like was the best Columbus artist. But I feel like um, he was a Toledo dude. Ironically, um, it's I hard to get. That. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought like, he was a Columbus right. native. So I feel like Toledo should have been saying Ness's name way harder than Columbus was. But, right. But and Columbus you didn't hear it embraced him. Embraced him. Columbus respects my work ethic, mm-hmm. and I was, and I thank Columbus for that. Because mm-hmm. if if I didn't go through uh, that last little stint of earning my little like, because I came back to rap, if I didn't go through that Columbus little stint, mm-hmm. I would not have ended up in California. In yeah, because I was planning on at one point moving to Columbus. It was like right, I was like, man, I can. So you were just working in Columbus and living in Dayton. Um, yeah, I was living in Dayton. My I got children that's in the suburb of mm-hmm. Columbus, and um. Being that I would be working and having to make a drive, um, the day that I would choose to have off to actually do it ended up being a day that there was a hip-hop event in Columbus. And um, it allowed me to make my first little, like, footprints. And there was older Columbus artists that knew of the old me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So when those dudes kind of see me coming out, then those guys started kind of showing more love. And then I started being allowed to have shows. uh, then I met Ness Words, which honestly changed like um, my whole life in total. But he was the first person to make it clear, like, 
oh, we love you. Like, I'm going to show you love. I'm going to show you Columbus love, and everybody else in Columbus is going to show you love. And it didn't, it didn't necessarily go that way, but they at least showed me, like, respect. Like, mm-hmm. like P comes and fucks it up. <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying? What's up. Like, that's, that's dope. And that's all you really <laughs> ask for. I, I don't know if I've ever gotten that here. So how did Ness Word's death affect you? Like, what did that do for you? <sighs> that's early in this interview. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because you, you yeah, brought him up yeah. a few times. I All think right, it's so where we're well. located right now. Uh, where we're located right now, damn, bro, we're coming up on a year. This is a weird energy. Um, mm-hmm. We're coming up on a year mm-hmm. of, my, of my friend's death. Mm-hmm. Um, I jumped off a plane for his funeral. Mm-hmm. The gentleman downstairs is how I got the plane ticket. We hadn't mm-hmm. spoke for five years. He shot me a, shot me a plane ticket to come to my homie's funeral. Um, before I, got, I, I came here, he gave me an extra like hundred or two bucks, whatever, like, and this is before this was even, a, you know, a studio studio, mm-hmm. and it just had a microphone and a board set up, and the verse that I did that is now the song that moves me the farthest mm-hmm. was recorded here on the way to a funeral to put down the most talented artist that I've ever known. Like, I've mm-hmm. never, I've seen uh, everyone different in different aspects. I've known super dope freestylers. I know super uh, creative writers, even especially in Dayton, like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you hit the PC. Dayton is um, the most oh, man. creative place. Uh, Will Thrill Nove, um, it's a it's a lot of us, but as far as like complete artists is concerned, mm-hmm. like that's he's he's one of one. Okay. Um, there's a guy here that this is there's so many people in Dayton that are just short. That's where we that's where we we have so many ex- excellent talents, mm-hmm. but we don't have like ever a complete package mm-hmm. so i can mention you names of great artists or great mcs here mm-hmm. it will always be something that's like also the reason why you don't know them yeah. you know what i'm saying with this dude i felt like all that was it was answered he figured out how to make the bounce in the word kind of like i I use the term the word when i describe like uh, substance mm-hmm. so he can he figured out how to make substance in the bounce meet and um Losing him, three weeks before he died, um, I had put up. A, I was real. I was on some very depressed shit myself, and mm-hmm. I put up a post. Uh, you know, if something happens to me, who gonna speak to my kids? Like, you know, I yeah. was very like on some. At the time, I don't say upset, but just bothered how you know family members and people was treating in the city. Like, I chose to go do this as a career, mm-hmm. and there's been no support. It's not. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I don't have a family <laughs> aside from my mother and my auntie buying my my project was they buy everything. My mm-hmm. mom, my auntie, excluding my mom, my auntie. Like, I don't have a family that's bought a, a song. All my mm-hmm. sales are from people that meet me or have seen me perform. Mm-hmm. Um, I made that post and Ness calls me. He doesn't type in a internet thing. He calls me, bro. You already know Facetime. We only mm-hmm. Facetime. Really enough, we only Facetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I still wait for Facetimes now. Um, you already know. And then since his passing, um, I speak to his kids maybe at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to his wife like two two times or so a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I got to witness now what happens when children lose their father, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I take a lot of things to heart with them because mm-hmm. a lot of people talk, you know, when people die, we quick to. Quick to be ready to, like, talk good onto them. Or and, jump on their, I don't know, that's and, weird. And we, that weird. We identify with what we could identify yeah. with when they like were this, alive. Rest in peace <laughs> to this triple X thing, right? Mm-hmm. This triple X thing just happened. And um, kids ran 
to looking like him. Kids ran to the music, mm-hmm. and and, I, and I'm never gonna take anything away from that. But mm-hmm. I am saying like, does Triple X have family? Does Triple X have, you know, like close people that love him? Mm-hmm. Is it fair to those people that you <laughs> pretend right. to be? solely so broken up when it's people who shared intimate moments with this dude. Mm-hmm. I've only known Ness five years before his passing. Mm-hmm. I know that I don't know him as well as other people. Mm-hmm. I know that I don't know him. Ne- I'm not going to miss him nowhere near as much as his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So when I watch the people that kind of jumped on the Ness train when he passed and, and act like they cared and went crazy about how they felt negative about his passing and all oh, what they're going to do so right for him and we're going to put together these tributes and we're going to make all these honors and within a week did any of those people contact or have any care about what he's really left behind right you know what is who who fed the kids right everyone's so mad about where yeah. the music's at but who fed the, the fucking kids yeah you know i've seen those kids since his passing out west with me, I've seen them mm-hmm. in my face around mm-hmm. me, and I, I haven't even, I haven't even had the opportunity to bring my kids mm-hmm. there. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I take, I take them, I take the situation very, very to heart. And mm-hmm. people get mad in the city of Columbus because my main question is always just, you know, who killed Ness Words? It's, it's, it's an unsolved murder. It's not an accident. It's not, right. it's not an accident. That's not what this is listed as. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone is questioning, of course, if you're not a part of the mother, wife, um, father, you can't get that particular information. But I'm right. positive if anyone really cared, they could speak and ask the question, mm-hmm. is this a this or that? Mm-hmm. And I feel no one's asking anything. Right. Like now we're just kind of letting a guy who was setting the bar of mm-hmm. a place, obviously on his way out of the place, mm-hmm. um, had already worked ghostwriting credits, had already went from helping kids and students to, and then all of a sudden he's gone, and we don't ask, well, well why, you know? Right. We don't ask why. So I just think that's that's my only gripe about it, man. Um, I don't I don't put my heart so much needing answers as I wish to. I hope that his children can just have closure, closure to know mm-hmm. what was worth mm-hmm. not continuously growing up with their father, musician or not, you yeah. know? And it's the other things to it, it's other pieces and, and things to it. Like I said, I don't, I'm, I'm never in it to point a finger at nobody. If you ever love somebody, sometimes it's, it's not really worth it to, to, to have vengeance. It's more just the answer, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We just mm-hmm. want the answer, man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's my whole thing, man. I, it's, it's made me uh you ever watch five heartbeats yes i love that it's movie. a scene it's one of my favorite movies it's a scene in five heartbeats and the guy goes um i, I became a better artist today because um you know his girl broke his heart well i've had many heartbreaks many and um i don't feel i became a better artist as i had down since losing my friend who's made me um every day yeah. respect what i'm doing mm-hmm. like when I first got to Cali, he would call me, and he would say, hey, P, you got the answer. Mm-hmm. You got the answer, P. Hey, don't listen to nobody, man. You got the answer, bro. You already there. You already mm-hmm. there, bro. You already got the answer. And, and I hear it every day. I wake up. I don't sleep a lot. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm, And um, I make music how I want. I make the sounds that I want. I don't 
I no longer care about what the box is or who said this isn't dope or who doesn't like what my style is. Like, right. um, I'm from a place where positivity is kind of taking me in. I'm accepting it. I'm liking to push it. I don't have no negative qualms with anybody. Um, I've lost too many good people since yeah. I've been in California. Everyone that I've lost is not my street niggas. Yeah. All my street niggas are alive. Mm-hmm. All my niggas who carry guns and bust shots at niggas are alive. My friend who stays in the <laughs> That's streets. That's rare. Yeah, I got a homeboy right now. He didn't have to bust back three times this year. Ooh. He didn't been uh, have one of our homeboys killed right next to him. Rest in peace to the homie. And he's alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We go through it, but we alive. I've lost the ones that you expect rest in peace cj who was a great father who's dating has his murder listed as an accident still when he got a gunshot in his neck in, yeah in the car wreck i didn't know his, him personally but he was one of my, my ne- facebook like, friends like for like nephew. years like i mean like you know sometimes when you follow people on social media yeah. your whole life when that happened to him it was so weird because he would pop up on my timeline every day. Yeah. So it's like you just get familiar with that face. So when it yeah, happened. You, 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 would, you definitely in CJ's uh, liking of speeds. Like he likes <laughs> your particular style of a female. Nah, but he was really cool. He um, is, man. And he when is. it happened, it was just confusing to me. Because like it was like car accident, the car crashed, the baby yeah. was in the car, but yeah. instead he was found with a gunshot. Yeah, see, it's, it's so it's, this is my best friend's. This is my best friend's nephew. Mm-hmm. So when my best friend was doing his parole stint, <laughs> he was with me, and I got to be around his family. <laughs> you got a group of friends. Though. Hey, hey, like I said, all my all my niggas is alive. You feel me? Like we made it through some shit. We didn't we didn't come here by accident. My, my homie, uh, my homie did some time. He did six in, six out, and it taught him a lot. Uh, a shout out to the homie Lil Lamar who did nine years on an 11-year conspiracy charge just for not knowing anything. Like, when people wonder why I question the law like I do, these are my friends. My friend did nine years for getting shot. That's all he did. He went to a party with my other homeboy who they wanted, and they get shot up at the party. The party gets shot up. They both get hit three times a piece. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And the police wanted my friend to just put it all off on my, on my best friend. And he didn't know nothing. He's a kid. He's 17. He really knew nothing. Police took him to the police department with bullets in his body. <laughs> and he wanted him to, and he, he doesn't know nothing. Nine years on a conspiracy charge. So um, my homeboy, I meet this family, his sister, um, they, who since has married the greatest man that I've ever met in my life, mm-hmm. Tyrone, uh, who is CJ's stepfather. Mm-hmm. Um, these people helped me raise my kids. These people mm-hmm. helped me figure out how to become a man. Um, watching CJ grow up, like I'm like a little brother. He's like mm-hmm. I call him nephew, you know what I'm saying? But it was like watching a little brother, like watching him come into his tube, watching him move to Texas and come back with a new <laughs> swag and personality. So you know his family? Well. You know is, Dia, Sean Dia? Well. That's my girl. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know everyone around his circle well. Um, even when I pulled off onto my own, and me and Wally, we have our own connection, but mm-hmm. the, T and Lil Terry, who ironically his little brother, I thought was going to be one of the best rappers to come out the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, he go by Vicky Sane. I don't mm-hmm. know if his music is still up, but if it is, by all means, please check out Vicky Sane. Um, he's lost a lot, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're watching, you know, because also before this happened, the baby oh, yeah. passed, yeah. and then 
it's just one after one after Ooh. one. Like time is just crazy. <laughs> we are in crazy times. Yeah. I think we're getting. But as I watch this Ooh. stuff, man, I watch CJ be a great father. I watch this man yeah. get a child, and and his whole world change. Mm-hmm. And that's who we took away. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because seeing them, seeing his family share the pictures with the baby, that that crushed me because I'm a daddy's you know, girl. Man, that baby, with that baby going, with that baby, with that baby lives and remembers. Mm-hmm. Yo, so when I see this stuff, that's what I'm saying, man. We we worry about the wrong things because many people hopped on CJ's, you know, once he passed, once he passed mm-hmm. thing. But no one even spoke of, like, why haven't we found the murderer by this time? Why haven't I we ever... I think it's sad because I think we get used to not figuring murders out. Like, we we get hurt, we hurt from them, but we don't follow up, like, yeah. constantly. And there's people who do. Like, um, somebody who I grew up with, Kendrick uh, Pope, his murder was very crazy. Yes. His murder was nuts. And um, his family still, like, reach out about people, yes. you know, trying to give some type of clue or some type of, like push to who really did it um his father was murdered shortly after him looking for the person who killed him right so they obviously found him you know i mean it's the, it's the world we live in right now man so then kylan english kylan yeah <laughs> Everybody like i said it's all it's Kyle. all elroy elroy when i when i first started kicking raps uh avery green is what you would know him as okay yeah um like in dayton they used to call me and mm-hmm. elroy big and pop me and his ass used to run around. Um, I had a lot of. I, had a lot I can of, see that. So who were you? I was Pop. I, I was skinny. I was, skinny. Say, I was you a sound small, like Pop. I was though. a small Your voice, little. You got a he used to have. He used to tell me I had a Pop charm. When I'm skinnier <laughs> and bald head, I kind of favor this nigga. It's kind of wild. But um, um, we used to always talk about what we were gonna do as far as taking over music and my, one of my first real projects and trying to rap like on the microphone mm-hmm. was being with them. You know, and I stunk. Like I stuck. I was dope. I was always dope at being off the top, but learning how to create songs was a long process. Mm-hmm. And I started with Elroy and them, like learning how to change my whole thing around and recording on dats. You mm-hmm. know, shout out to Taiwan and Dre Mail, uh, Dream On Productions. They still in Dayton doing okay. stuff. <laughs> um, we used to be in a garage. Um, I watched some of the greatest production be made. Elroy was a dope produ- producer. People mm-hmm. don't even know that this dude was hella dope with the production. Mm-hmm. And um. We fell out the night I moved to California. Mm-hmm. Like me and my friend fell the fuck out the mm-hmm. night I moved to California, and um, we got back cool three days before he died. Mm-hmm. And the day he dies, I caught some internet beef. I, I made a post, rest in peace to Josh. Um, the homeboy Josh had passed mysteriously. He, his heart just stopped. He was only like 24. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to come into town and I would smoke with Josh and we would talk about um, how we hope nothing drastic ever happened to any one of us because his friends had a lot of drug problems and he didn't want, you know, the, the negative things to make his friends OD in a sense, right? So uh, when he passed, I make a post saying, I hope none of his friends use this as a reason to to go this what direction, being yeah. that this is what me and him spoke about. Another rap gentleman in the city. <laughs> went on the post and, and made it seem as if I was being disrespectful, brought other little dudes to the post. These, these dudes go on the post, start, t- I'm, I'm old. My people always ready to argue. I'm old, I'm irrelevant, you couldn't <laughs> wait to shit. And, and this is as my home, and this is the thing about it, and I think about it all the time, like, I showed respect to a, a, a dude that I would come into town and smoke with every mm-hmm. time that I came to visit in the Dayton. And his auntie was on the post, his sister was on the post. We had words with each other and it was nothing, it was positive words to each mm-hmm. other. These dudes came on the post and it was, you're old, you're irrelevant. They're disrespecting the dude. 
I'm not. And then I made it clear. I'm going to take the post down, but this is how I felt. Y'all was fuck niggas. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas in the city that ain't doing shit, mad the fuck that I was doing some shit. Now I'm old, I'm irrelevant, I'm all this shit. I ain't right. saying nothing negative <laughs> to any of you niggas, but it was foul. Mm-hmm. So right after that statement, my female best friend calls me. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know Elroy did. What? Yeah, Elroy just got, he's murdered. Mm-mm. Shut up. Nah, I'm, just, I'm telling you, he's, he's dead. So I hang up the phone, I get to look and to find out what happened to Elroy. And, like, and it's real questionable shit that happens around Elroy's death for mm-hmm. everyone that understands how Avery died. Um, rest in peace, Avery, man. But on the other side of it, I remember coming off that phone call, going into a weirdo breakdown moment, and then making it clear that I don't have no beef with anybody. Right. Even the gentleman who's now still trying to beef with me, um, hitting him directly in his inbox. Bro, I don't got no smoke with you. You ain't a fuck nigga. You be good. You be great in your life. You niggas will never see me again. And I felt that way. Even as I'm having this interview with you right now, I don't let no one know when I'm around this place. Mm-hmm. Um, you are, you die in your city. Mm-hmm. My city takes good people. I love my kids. I don't mm-hmm. cross nobody. I right. don't do anything negative to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I catch the negative wave mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. So I gotta stay low because I don't I don't understand why anyone could accept Avery dying in Dayton. I don't know why anyone on Facebook could accept CJ dying without having like he was everybody's friend. He was a great person. All these women loved him when he went out. All these dudes wanted to be like him when he went out. He was a fly. Yeah, I nigga. couldn't tell. I didn't know he had Avery, any type of beef Avery, with anybody. Avery used to, have all the clubs popping. I remember taking Elroy in the club with me because they used to let me in free because I rap good. And now because of those connections, he becomes a promoter and and and, and now he's opening the doors yeah. for people. We used to have conversations about why don't you have better artists into your shit? You you keep allowing the same bullshit that you mad about. But he was still allowing them. That's crazy me? though because I didn't know that they didn't ever like get anybody for his murder. Who? For Avery? Yeah, they got him. The oh, kids. Okay. Like I said, it's some... With, right. with, Elroy's, yeah, with Elroy's situation, it's just some negative things around it. You know oh, what I'm okay, saying? Yeah. And I don't know all the full details. I do know this. Yeah, because they did say kids got him, and that's, yeah. that's even They're worse. trying to say that it was like him messing with the young girl. And, and that's the thing with Elroy, man. <laughs> one, I'll never speak ill of the dead at all. That's one. Um, I love Elroy. I knew who mm-hmm. Elroy was. Elroy was not a bad person. Elroy was never around me. I've never seen any style of pedophilia or anything close to that. Now, is Elroy a not attractive gentleman in a high position of clubbing? He is. Do I see that girls all the time do age things to get in the club? (laughs) Yeah, they do. I'm sure of it. But do I also see a dude who doesn't have the best luck with females? Go for younger girls. Not necessarily going for younger girls, but bending his integrity to accept I mean, I'm a realist. I don't. I come from. I went to high school in the northwest suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to condone any pedophilia. I have two daughters. Mm-hmm. My daughter is 14, and she got real girl parts, and she's <laughs> and she's taller than most women. I kill one of these things. <laughs> On the other end of it, there's a difference between 14 year old girls and 14 year old women. Yeah. That's a fact. People yeah. can hate the ideology of it, but it's real mm-hmm. because I was in Chicago and I mm-hmm. couldn't date black girls because mm-hmm. the 14 year old, 15 year old black girls where mm-hmm. I was at had 30-year-old, 28-year-old mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and their parents and their mom is who made it clear to go mm-hmm. bring this in. So when I when I, when I come from this and witness it, it never made me want to date 14-year-olds or 15-year-olds right. once I got of age. But I do understand that there is a different 
culture that's behind some that we never really speak yeah. about we don't address yeah. it and i know? think it's more so on a on a fact of like upbringing in it a way because i mean there is grown young ass girls yeah and i've known girls growing up that was young as hell one yes. you didn't know two they were lying about their age so much yes. that they didn't even remember what yes. age they were um and that made me not even go out i didn't go out and dating because my friends was hanging out with these girls that was Lying Doing about that age. Wild and I was like, I can't, I can't get with that. But um, mm-hmm. I think that there is definitely that issue. And yeah. I, but I do agree with you. So period. It's not cool. Even, to date so a in that situation, without me knowing all the the details, because like I said, mm-hmm. I would never speak on the dead. And, and you know, uh, the young lady and the and the two boys that's involved. Um, mm-hmm. I heard what they particular defenses and things were, but I don't know what the case is. You feel mm-hmm. me? But I am going to say this. If there was anything done by ill will to Elroy, he definitely um, deserves some kind of um, punishment. But um, I know Elroy's soul almost. I know his mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad person. He's a very loving person. Anything he ever done is out of for real giving to somebody. But I've only known him to give to people. I know multiple people that can say, man, I've got nothing but free rides and letting to the club for free and drinks. Like... Errol used to go and stop by my mom's house mm-hmm. just to say what's up and make sure my mom was good. Um, he's got a good soul, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, I, and it sucks that he had to die in whatever the circumstances was. I don't want to die. I look at Ness's murder. I look at CJ's murder. I look at Elroy's murder. And these all came kind of back to back to back mm-hmm. to back to back in my world. Um, not, in, not to mention the baby not to mention a couple other friends that I had lost, not to mm-hmm. mention even recently in California, rest in peace, my homie Henry, one of the guys who was the first kind of marijuana uh, people to take me in mm-hmm. was a guy Henry from True Divine, and they just murdered Henry. That's my first California death. Like, all my, you Ooh. know, like it, it hit That's weird. a different level. Yeah, yeah. so um, as to say, I guess I got used to losing people here, but I don't want to be lost here. And I do think that we we owe a lot of these people more respect than we're giving them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I'm starting to feel so like um, low. Like mm-hmm. I want to be not around because yeah. I don't want that to happen. Nobody's gonna. I know, agree. You know, I try no, to tell myself I want to be in dating this, more. Yeah, but, but, but check, I think my friend died. Look, look, look how they treat his kids. Mm-hmm. People who watch these kids be born. Mm-hmm. You know, people who. Uh, uh, got these kids birthday gifts showed up in their mm-hmm. face no matter what I'll be there for you even without your dad around they made fake promises to those kids and, and they're just there mm-hmm. I don't need those people knowing my children I got mm-hmm. friends now that I'm sad about I got one of my homeboys a DJ I, he's watched my kids grow mm-hmm. he just had his first baby and never even called never said nothing to me like you that's how it be it be people you know forever bro, act like they don't know you it's, it's so many that's people. what I've experienced <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I've also, experienced a heavy bit of that, but I just had to be like, you know what, like, forget it. Like, I reach do? out a little bit, but when that that energy, that weird, like, you know, I don't really mess with you yeah. for just because, yeah. <laughs> it's like I ain't about to push it. So now we off the death subject into the music <laughs> right, side of so. it. I'm gonna say this because lead into that. <laughs> I've been in LA a year and a half now. I now completely understand why people say that you turn Hollywood. No matter how much you try to show love for your home, it's always so many negative things going on. And then it's also people trying to put something on you because you left. Yeah. So it's not that you necessarily change. It's that your people, y'all, y'all relationships mm-hmm. change. And yeah. now you feel 
like unsure how to handle. Like mm-hmm. I had friends that I loved, like family that mm-hmm. I could never see turning on me. Mm-hmm. That now I don't even know if I know them. Right. Because I'm put in a position where I have to hold on to them, mm-hmm. but they're not even like yeah. it's like they're bitter or something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, nigga, I'm star, I'm struggling, starving too. Like I just. What, what would be better? I mean, to die here? Because that's the other <laughs> option. Like, I was in Cincinnati. Y'all, what do y'all want from me? Like, it, it, it was weird. So, right. I, I see how people turn mm-hmm. into, like, whatever we called Hollywood. Yeah. And I also know now, too, what we as Ohioans believe the term Hollywood is. That's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. You're not even, you're not even ready. Yeah. <laughs> you're not even ready so, for real Hollywood. speaking of your album, correct me if it's not an album. Which one? The uh, last one, Small Window. Small, Small Window is definitely an album. That dropped in February. Yes, correct. it did. Yes, it did. Um, the first track on there is Omega. What made you name that Omega? Because Omega is like the last. So do you feel like you're the last of something? Um, Close. I felt, like, <laughs> I felt like the consensus was that I was at the end. Oh. I was done. Mm-hmm. So if I'm done... I'm going to start my small window off where you think where it, you were done. Yeah, you think it's the end. That's dope. And the whole track is, they said that I was done, though. That's the, how the song runs. Mm-hmm. Because they told me I was over. They told me I was irrelevant. I'm still, why do I still feel this nice if it's over? Right. Why do I still feel like I can walk on water if, if it's done? Like, right. Why do I feel like y'all not working hard enough? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I named it Omega, like, it's usually the, that's what it is, the end of something. But That's my dope. end is what you thought was my end was really my like was the first song on the album. What you I didn't was think, and that's the thing is I knew what Omega meant, but I didn't think that it was named Omega because you were at your end when you thought about it. Yeah, and then that's how you wanted to start it, which is really dope. Um, my motion for music right now is all about feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a dope rapper for for years, and, and you are a dope rapper. Thank you. Just for the record, he's really dope. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> I enjoy the project a lot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. With that project and projects to even go forth, I want feeling. You know, I feel like when I used to kick raps and raps on raps on raps on raps, people didn't really um, jump on and take.
these songs, I want you to feel some kind of way. I don't want you, you, you turn Omega on, the name of this song is Omega. I already feel, all right, I know what Omega means. That's why I think everybody's head go already. I already know what this means. And then the song comes on. And it's got this beat that just builds. Shout out to Eric Skinner, who's now, you know, Eric Skinner was my first producer, right? And this young lady, who I ain't gonna weirdly really nothing. You, you favor her for real, real life. Oh Y'all could be, be family, like real life. <laughs> this young lady stole this man from me, <laughs> and he ended up moving to like Charlotte, and they ended they up. They still together? They didn't. Okay, weird story. So it didn't make it. It didn't make it. Like okay. she stole him, and then he got another young lady, moved to Charlotte, and um, one <laughs> one one year I get up and I move to Charlotte, mm -hmm. right? So I know I'm about to move. He sends me all these beats. Mm -hmm. That's Omega. That's um. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Okay. That's um, <laughs> uh, it's like it's like four or five on the on the project. Mm -hmm. And on the Natty project, it's all on basically. But um, he sends me this stuff. I move to Charlotte. We're supposed to get together and work. This chick steals him again. She comes back eleven what? years later. Comes back <laughs> into his life. Is they moves, together now? Moves him to Texas. Are they together now? Recently, he just got this letter. He just recently got back to Dayton, and I'm gonna try to see him today at some point. And um, I believe that he's that probably delete the number for good. Uh, you know what, man? You can't stop somebody's heart, man. But, um, I'm gonna say this: he's one of the most talented producers I ever known. And uh, I remember he sent me that beat, and the drums just sounded everywhere. And, and me and my engineer, shout out Timmy Woods, the best engineer in my in my feelings in Dayton, Ohio. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Only seconded close by a Cap Capital Cap Hill is my is my other guy out here. But Timmy Woods, man, it's the, it's the top dog for me. <laughs> um, we had a hard time trying to get these things mixed because this dude didn't have no equipment. He was making mm -hmm. all this on a on a iPhone program. And I mean, making them be the ones. He's <laughs> he's a genius, man. He's a genius, man. This don't. dude used to make beats on a DR5. He made a DR5 That's sound like a goddamn That's crazy. like a like a board. <laughs> like he was crazy, man. Shout out to Eric Skinner, man. The stranger, the stranger. If y'all looking for some production, man, hit, hit that dude up. So yeah, going into that project, Omega was really where I felt like I literally felt like everyone thought it was over. That's it was amazing. Completely over. It's That's amazing. End. That's a key you right there. thought that I was done, though. You know <laughs> so then, um, and I'm just going to hop around with the songs no because, I mean, they're all dope. And they all have, like, meaning. So I knew I wanted to hit a good amount of them. Yes, right. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New First Black. First one I seen it, I'm like, why he name it that? Like, just looking at it. I'm yeah, like, where yeah. he going with this? But then listening to it, it's yeah. clear. You basically saying, you know, black. I, well, to me, it picked up on the incarceration of black people. Like, just basically the mass quantity of how we are incarcerated. Right. So I was... I was up late watching the season of Orange and New Black. Um, I will say I only got two or three seasons because I, I stopped liking the writing. Whoever yeah. changed up, <laughs> you know, season three started getting whacked and it became real soap opery. <laughs> and season four, I didn't even make it into that shit. So um, as I'm watching Orange and New Black, we're watching them portray. Like they're basically making them into what the other version of prison niggas was, right? Mm -hmm. Like what, what Oz was. Mm -hmm. You feel me? This is women's version of Oz. Mm -hmm. So is it crazy now that the new promotion of, especially the black woman, yeah. all right? But the new promotion of like younger women is to be tough, mm -hmm. you know? Like uh, the one, uh, 
catch me outside, bitch. Like, yeah. this is what we And that's promote. the line you said, too. You said, bitches is the new niggas, niggas is the new bitches. All right. So. <laughs> I felt that because I, mean, I can't because, stand it. And, and, and I honestly, I, the funny part is I thought that that was going to get a lot of pushback. Mm-hmm. But. People believe nah, that. No, they love it. Like, I, I'm going to say this. I, I have a very, very wide, um, like, stud lesbian fan base. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what that is, but, like. <laughs> They Shout listen out to, to that real ladies. rap. They, they do. My, my stud ladies, every time that I've ever rocked Orange is the New Black, that is their fucking one. And I don't know if it's because they hear the metaphors from the actual show in the song mm-hmm. or if they catch the meaning of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshawn created Hands Up, Don't Shoot. Mm-hmm. He dies on, of course, He was very suicide. active he was, he was Ness's protege. Um <laughs> He um he died, you know, and and I'm I'm and I'm feeling all this, and I wanted to make sure that we understood that, you know, I'm black in America, and I want to make it through this, but I can't even I can't even give respect. Got a nigga missing ends, no acknowledgement. Got a brother out here losing friends. Like mm-hmm. that's real life, the black plight. When you mm-hmm. go to work. You expect your white friends that speak to you every day. We're just day. set up to fail, period. Like, you, you know, you, you black think people are set up to fail. You believe your friends understand you. Somebody who's been around you, mm-hmm. family members. I don't know if you're mixed or not, but I'm sure you got people mm-hmm. who are high yellow that's enough to know some mixed <laughs> people. And you expect them to, to kind of understand your plight and, mm-hmm. and feel you, but they don't. Yeah. And it's just, it's just My side it of the is. family that ain't, that is attributing yeah. to this light color. Yeah. They don't even, they never messed with us. And that's, and that's sad. <laughs> you know, I got four mixed babies myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this would kill me with these things. Like, um, there's so many real life agendas that could be addressed mm-hmm. musically that aren't. Mm-hmm. So you're going through songs and you're seeing like, well, this is what happened with this and this is what happened with that. And and um, that to me, that's the point of it. If we're not going to make music to 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 speak about what's really the problem mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if we're not really going to do that then what are we what are we what are we making it for just to sell some you know what i'm saying like that's how i felt so when you when you mention that stuff like i i know that i went in with intention i went in to make a song that had intention i went in to make you know what's wrong with you niggas second verse is the whole point of it i had to write a song for you niggas get in zone for you niggas smoke a zone for you niggas I'm just trying to ET and phone home for you niggas. Like we, I want, I want to make some kind of connection because you're obviously <laughs> from out of fucking space. You're obviously not catching on that this is happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's, that's the part of the song to me that means the most. Mm-hmm. It was the sell wrong on you niggas. This gladiator shit. It's more wrong for you niggas. At mm-hmm. two brute. If those who know the story of Caesar, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Caesar was killed by the nigga he trusted the most. You mm-hmm. feel me? You know what I'm saying? Dead gone for you niggas. You can go ahead and Google me. That's Chrome. If you Google me, everything you're going to see is all <laughs> shots, lyrical shots, feelings. This is it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure you niggas lie. Pousse on this, on this new black. That's what Pousse was about, creating a whole bunch of drama and lies. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Boo, you niggas is rats. Mm-hmm. Boo is the biggest rat <laughs> on fucking Orange is the New Black. Fucking up every day. And uh, fucking up every day, you the piper of rap. Because Piper fucks up every episode somehow. Still is Orange is the new black. Broke is the new rich. Stop saying you a killer when we know you ain't gonna do shit. 
Nigga acting like he ballin' tryna get his grands up Blood a cop, kill a kid while holding his hands up Fuck that, can't even shop at Walmart Nigga, what happened when you bust back? Call the cops, How the fuck you gon' trust that? Trust that, if you say them words, they throw it right back I swear to tell the truth or nothing but the But they don't want your ass to stand up Just want you with your hands up In a rap game, um, I don't think it, age necessarily matters. It does. I think, well, I don't think it does, depending on the artist. Like for you, you come off. You don't. How old are you? I'm old. You don't gotta say. <laughs> it. But I'm like, older. I'm pretty sure I'm the age that you yes. are, you don't yes. come off as if you are the age. But no, also, I'm considered a lot younger. Yeah, but then also, just your flow is really dope. So, um, you know how they say timing is everything. Mm -hmm. Timing is everything. Mm -hmm. um, I had quit and came back and. Timing is everything. Some people are too young to know what they want to say. Some that. people are too old to have good timing. Yeah. I'm in a real sweet spot right now. Mm -hmm. My timing is kind of dope, and I actually know exactly what I want to say. And um, I do believe the hints of the title of the album, A Small Window. There's a small window for everybody. If you truly love something, you ain't just supposed to just quit and say it's over. It's a small window for you to do it. You could be fucking 35 years old, and if you really had the hoop game, and then you're missing the stamina, then go put in the work and go get you a quick check right. real quick. It may not be an NBA check, but right. you might get overseas, you might get CBA. Right. There's so many different lanes for mm -hmm. you. So me trying to jump into a little pump or a, a Migos lane, that's not, yeah. that's not in my life. Right. But there is people that are usually older. Some kids, I have a lot of younger fans, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to lie now. Like, right now, I have fans that are yeah. 12 and 14. I don't 14, see why you wouldn't. <laughs> but I know that my, my real base is mm -hmm. a little closer to 30 mm -hmm. and over, and as high as 60. 60-year-olds 60 love rap. They came mm -hmm. from rap. They, mm -hmm. they're, they were... Uh, teenagers when the shit was invented, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. now it's like a whole new thing, and they and, and they can't go to a Migos show, right? They cannot go to a Two Chainz right. show, 
but I think that I provide a lane that for people who really enjoy rap mm-hmm. and, and, and music even, it have to be before, I think I mesh well now, especially bringing in, um, uh, I'm not singing, but I'm kind of like, I call it crooning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm bringing in a way for people who aren't even just rap fans to comfortably mm-hmm. have a good time. Mm-hmm. I, I would love that if I had the help of my city, I would love if I had the backing, but I'm also, mm-hmm. I realize that the more I reach out to try to get that, the more I'm just kind of pushed back with some negative shit. So mm-hmm. I got to love from a distance. I don't have to, like, I'm never going to be mad about it, but that's that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I got, if you look at that project, I put that project solid right now, enough to be mentioned with the J. Cole project, enough to be mentioned with, um, who, who just dropped recently? Somebody just dropped. Uh, uh, Pusha, Pusha. <laughs> Kanye, Nas. Uh, Nas. I feel like if you put my shit back to back with Nas, Right, it's gonna be times that Nas outshines the shit out of me, rap wise. It's gonna be times that my production outshines, yeah. You feel me? Because I think that my dude is nice. My people that I work with are nice. Mm -hmm. If I put some Nate out, I'm telling you, we outshining. But I think that I'm in the run. Like that's the one thing that I'm confused about. Like, who are we? If we're really putting albums up to each other, I can't put Nas's album up to. uh, that last little thing that Rich the Kid put out, but shout out to Rich. Someone loves Rich's music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I've watched him fill a building in LA multiple times. Mm-hmm. If I get the same opportunities, I feel like I can fill those same buildings. I just need those opportunities. Mm-hmm. If you listen to my project and you listen to J Cole project, mm-hmm. I feel like you're gonna say, "Damn, this J Cole project is nasty." But this isn't a ba- this is a dope project. Mm-hmm. I just feel I need the same ears to give a chance. You know, yeah. so. By the time we get to this new project coming, that's what the goal is. The goal is to make sure that I have enough ears and enough mm-hmm. hands and eyes on deck that I have a real chance mm-hmm. to um, to be recognized, to get the notoriety so it can get right. spin. Because so the when messages, are you dropping a new project? Um, Ironically, I was going to drop this month, but it's so many new songs I've made that I really feel like um, open up way bigger and better doors um i got a song that i'm about to drop called kanye west Mm -hmm. um it's it's um yeah and then i got i'll be interested to hear that i'll I'll make sure i send it to you okay cool. and then um (laughs) i have one called um uh, mo red rum um i think that's gonna i think mo red rum is is orange new black part two i think uh kanye west is scarface part two I think that um, uh, Atreyu Sebastian is uh, damn near alpha. It's like it's like the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So you be naming your songs. Uh, Atreyu Sebastian, yeah. Just in general, you be naming them. What are like uh, Kendrick Allen? Just the feelings. Song. How I feel the song feels. How I name my songs. So it's just are these random names? No, how they feel. So Kendrick Allen is. Um, if you listen to the song of Kendrick Allen, it's uh, it's my version of All Right. Because everything going to be uh, Kendrick Allen is right here, right here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a song called All Right by Anthony Allen. It's a song mm-hmm. called All Right by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. I feel like if you took what Kendrick okay. Lamar and Anthony <laughs> Allen did to their particular songs and meshed them, mm-hmm. you would come up with my song. Okay. And that's Kendrick Allen. You know, yeah, mm. Kendrick Allen. <laughs> Everything you need is right here. Yeah, 
Nothing ain't stopped yet People wanna flow with me and I ain't got my yacht yet On my way to those palm trees, skylines, under dust Never hate, giving help a hand to people under us We came to build a better plan, a bigger band Was a plus to making music beautiful A message from me to you I can hear my mama voice telling me I should step it up when they telling me Die before giving all my weapons up My granny telling me to show my gift I even hear my father telling me I won't be shit I wonder will he be seasick when he see this From the junkyard surrounded by pussies Heathcliff I got the biggest dogs on your block backing down The biggest plugs in the country trying to back me now We did it all by ourselves. we was planting seeds May never give you what you want but everything you need Right here, right here, right here Everything you need is right here, right here, right here You can see that we are right here For finer clothes More saying do the right thing Even when the blinds are closed All from the world Hoping aliens will be my friends From the country that alienated aliens I never understood the reason We don't let them in Rather see you down And let a nigga from the bottom win It's sad to see all the trends That we follow in Like it's okay to murder And slaughter these other men Regardless of racial creed That's somebody's seed Somebody's brother Someone's daddy or mother's need I thank the Lord every day That it wasn't me Hoping not to leave before becoming who I need to be Burning tree, speaking like a burning bush Pardon me, so much red in they flow Let me part the sea <laughs> I couldn't do it by myself, but someone has to leave May never give you what you want, but everything you need Right here, right here, right here Everything you need is right here Kendrick Allen Dope you know, Martin, I really like the way you name yeah, yourself Martin, Martin Murphy uh, <laughs> uh, The song's about life Mm-hmm. You know, and my my best interpretation okay. of life. Is <laughs> that's dope. Eddie Murphy that's crazy. Martin. That's how that's I feel. Dope. I feel life that's is. The, I think if someone wants a good understanding of growing up in life, you can watch the movie Life, and that's the black plight. So know? then that's true. So then with Kendrick Allen, you mentioned plugs basically throughout the country wanting to put you on. Ah yeah. Um, <laughs> When you go places and you start really understanding your value, you meet people that really want to get down with you. But I learned a long time ago in my drug dealing days that um, you're not meant for everything. You know, if you're a homeboy that you move grams and ounces, mm-hmm. um, that don't mean you're ready for 100 keys. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and um, 100 keys has a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. and they want their money. And they're not, they're, unlike dealing with grams and ounces, you know, you may not, you lose a gram or even an ounce, you're going to live. You may not get fucked with no more. You right. know, you lose a hundred keys, <laughs> mm-hmm. your family dies, mm-hmm. you know, so you got to know what's right for Ooh, you. So, um, the, I think the line you were following, uh, couldn't turn it back me down. Uh, it came after the Heathcliff metaphors. Yeah, that was dope too. Uh, <laughs> it was some Heathcliff. I, I got... Uh, so if my father could see me surrounded by surrounded by all this this pussy he in the junkyard surrounded by all this pussy Heathcliff, I got him uh, the biggest dogs in your block backing down on the cartoon Heathcliff. Mm-hmm. All the dogs was terrified of the fucking Heathcliff. 
I got the biggest dogs on your block backing down. The biggest plugs in the country is trying to back me now. I got, I, I done met so many. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the plugs. You know <laughs> that what I'm line saying? stood out to me just because people hey, talk about the plugs. People so talk much. about the plugs, but, but listen, then also I when know, you are really moving, <laughs> plugs do be ready hey, to back you. So me, I definitely let's, let's wanted to highlight real. that, and I, I liked how you said trying to back you because yeah, that hinted to the fact that but you're we not did it taking all by ourselves. Right. We was planting seeds. Mm-hmm. That's right afterwards. But I did it all by myself. I was planting seeds. Mm-hmm. I may never give you what you want, but everything you need mm-hmm. is right here. Like, it's, it's exactly that. I don't, I've met hella plugs. Mm-hmm. I've met, because especially in, in Cali, I'm from Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing they hear. Mm-hmm. And then they hear the songs being like, oh, he came from dope. Oh, he knows this shit. Hey, bro. What's up, man? Let's talk. Yeah, we cool, man. We could talk about some music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I don't got 10 years to give right. nobody. Right. You know, so when you get someplace, and it's not even just dope. We're talking like management. We're talking like label people. Like people want to come at you and back you, but they want to own you. They don't mm-hmm. want to, they don't want right. to help right. you, you know? Right. So. Somebody offered, and my company, Army of Dreamers, is on the like, the ground phases but i mean it's doing stuff but the thing is is that people have approached me and they're like you know i'll give you ten thousand dollars for half like your company yeah right and then your company ends up being a million dollar company (laughs) and now you're like wait a minute right i'm like nah i'm cool like i'm good right yeah so yeah you gotta know what's going on and it's like to me i'm like ten thousand dollars that's an insult like you could have Push more than that. I don't care how new it is. Like I know what the potential is. It's gonna be more than ten thousand dollars. Hey, that's that Master P <laughs> shit. Master P told his brother, if they trying to offer me a million dollars, then imagine what I'm really worth. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's what it is. I was in a place where I didn't know where I was worth. Right. You know, my value is considered low here. I was old. Uh, shout out to even when I when I quit the first time. I remember I used to be around this group of really talented young niggas. Um, they had a crew called 1913. Mm-hmm. Super talented. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a great artist, great producers. Mm-hmm. Fucking all the cameramen in the city was in one crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about all of them was like in one squad. Okay. Like, and they had the dopest <laughs> producers. That's the best thing when yeah, you got a team. Yeah, they had the, the dopest, dopest producers. They had like little model niggas. They had mm-hmm. the best rappers. Nov, um, my guy Will, I mm-hmm. told you about, he was a part of that crew. Uh, Flan was on that squad. Uh, Jr. the star was in that squad. GTC, they to be GTC honest, they was in that squad. Railroad too. was in that squad. I mean, literally, <laughs> Shout out to the Railroad. best young niggas. <laughs> like they was a squad. And I remember when I was around these niggas, like you know, I, I always have fire trees and shit. And niggas be cracking jokes like, "Oh, that's an old nigga and shit." Yeah, I freestyle niggas are crack jokes. Ah, oh, you, that's old P. That's that old shit. You ever hear that old shit and shit? I think but, older rappers is in though. I ain't gonna lie. It's just the level, like you said, you got to be in the game a little bit yeah. to know, like, what you necessarily want to say. And people don't want to, there's a good crowd of people, young and old, that don't yes. want to hear that turn up shit. At they the, want to hear some stuff time, that's going to make you think. When those little dudes was doing it, I remember telling them, I hope y'all don't Wu-Tang yourself early. Mm-hmm. You know, get to Wu-Tang first. Don't, don't do it early. You <laughs> right. Because it seemed like after Wu-Tang, it, it just seemed to me that after Wu-Tang, mm-hmm. Groups couldn't make it to yeah. get to Wu Tang. They, yeah. they they fucked up yeah. way ahead of time. Yeah, that's true. And um, they still did. They didn't make it either. They didn't stay together. I don't mm-hmm. even know if they even used the Monarch no more. Right. But um, I remember just watching that happen and thinking, like, man, those guys came together and they was going to make something excellent happen. Um, and it didn't happen. And then I can name about five, six of the crews that did the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. and the closest we got from our city uh, was Diamond Cut. Mm-hmm. You know, Diamond Cut. 
was around when I was way when I was first. Yeah, I remember around. Diamond Cut. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember them being deep. Shout out, rest in peace, Big Dog. I remember at one time I was getting jumped by Diamond Cut. Like mm. I was on some young rap nigga shit, and it was a rest in peace. Mo Beats had a battle that he ran, and I went up in there winning that shit, and they made me battle uh, one of the uh, fades from Diamond Cut. Okay, but it felt like. You're just battling diamond cut. Right. You feel me like that? And, and, and shout out D cut, man. That yeah, that D is cut. how you're supposed to fucking feel. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if there was one thing missing from even like the 1913 movement, is mm -hmm. that because everybody was so their own artist. Even mm -hmm. as you know those artists, you don't know the group of 1913. Yeah. Yeah. But in diamond cut, in reality, there was only really one rapper. It's really just it's really just chaos, right? It's really just chaos. But you felt like it's D cut. Right. You feel me? Shout out Diamond Cut. Shout out DVH Hogs. DVH. Um, yeah, it's a I'm lot from. of, bro. It's, it's so many <laughs> groups that could have, like, like, Dayton is a very talented place. It so. is. And I think if we can get that whole situation of uh, supporting each other together, we'll be good. If you check any interview that I've given in the last two years, mm -hmm. you will hear nothing but positiveness spoke about Dayton, Ohio. Me and you spoke when I first walked in here mm -hmm. about um, the producer that we have a mutual. Knowing, uh, shout out Jim oh, City yeah. Nate. Shout out Jim City shout Nate. Out. She's like, who? <laughs> oh yeah, the one. <laughs> shout out Jim, Jim City, City Nate. Nate. I feel that in Dayton, Ohio, we have the most talented artists, but we also have fear of success. Mm -hmm. And maybe that comes from watching our forefathers succeed and go through such hell, such yeah. as the Ohio players, such as uh, Roger Trotman, such mm -hmm. as Slave, mm -hmm. Son, Fazo. Mm -hmm. Um, all these funk groups that are just made here, you know. Then they what I'm got saying? rid of that studio, which was. Um, uh, but I'm saying, if if we're young and we're watching that, maybe that's what we fear success for. Because I can be honest with you, in 2003, 2004, 2005, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the top nigga to to, to to approach in this city, and I was terrified of the next level. Mm -hmm. Right after me is Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And I'm positive he was supposed to excel. People were asking him to come to New York and battle. People mm -hmm. were asking him to come to Florida and battle. Mm -hmm. um, we were scared of success. Because mm -hmm. if we weren't, then why the fuck are we still here? Shout mm -hmm. out PC and MAC. Rest in peace, MAC. Um, I met this dude and I spit a freestyle. And three weeks later at the night out, he spits it back to me better than I spit it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I met aliens. I met aliens. And these guys, he's dead now. Mm -hmm. You know, PC has since stopped rapping. Mm -hmm. um, JR, JR the star dropped a project called Schedule One maybe six, seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Best project ever come out the city, in my opinion. It's mm -hmm. a damn mixtape. I don't even think it's a real album. Like, it's just him mm -hmm. producing and taking samples he probably couldn't clear and different things. Like, mm -hmm. Greatest project come out of the city. Had hella downloads, but then no one in the city fuck with it. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, the city seems to only get behind us when we start dissing each other. Mm -hmm. Every year we have this weird season where they start the disses in or they make a list and they do that shit and then we get 30,000, 40,000 spins a song. And then outside of that, we don't listen to that shit. Mm -hmm. We don't listen to Kooji outside of that. We don't, and we need to. You know, even these different styles, shout out Kooji Baby, shout out OG BZ, shout out uh, uh, all the little. Mike Lansky's, mm -hmm. these people have their own styles mm -hmm. and they're even making harder runs than those of us who aren't necessarily going in a trap direction. Right. Um, and then also in the city, open your ears. You know, my favorite city artist is Sarab. Shout out Sarab. And Sarab doesn't fuck with the city because he, the he, weird part is he's here, he's at his mom's house when he comes and he, mm -hmm. he'll work and do everything. But 
if you ask the rap nigga locally, hey, you fuck with Sarab? They're like, but Sarab's doing festivals. Yeah. Sarab's making the real moves. And I'm like, I'm proud of that. Yeah. I just wish that my city was proud of that. Like we, we, get there. we only proud it if you sell dope. take people from getting out and doing shit and then coming back and they see that you're here and you're not yeah. fucking with them for them to really wake up and be like, You know, right. in L.A., I know about six dating kids I've never heard of. True story. And they're all popular. There's a kid with a venue called Rare House in L.A. Mm -hmm. from Dayton. Oh, Never I connect. think I know who that is. The guy from Columbus, Cohen, yeah. Co uh, KO. Mm -hmm. You get the KO. I, so I know of that situation because they were doing something in Columbus previously before they left to yeah. LA, and it was like some drama with that. That's yeah. the thing. You I get fuck back with to Ohio, KO real tough. The Ohio drama. KO's from Columbus. Yeah, fucks with me. Mm -hmm. Doobie highlight Columbus fucks with me. Mm -hmm. The Dayton niggas don't fuck. Don't with even you. fucking yo. I'm not even gonna put this nigga's name out there, but this is a nigga that's. That's kind of in. He's in Hollywood moving with the names. Mm -hmm. And when I was sitting in the fucking barbershop chair, mm -hmm. he was next to me and mm -hmm. we were talking about me and FaZe having this little rap thing, whatever, mm -hmm. right? And he goes, You know what? I think I'm about to start rapping again. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Damn, that's dope, bro. I think you can do it. Now he's rapping and he's lightweight popping, right? Mm -hmm. Our mutual camera guy says, Hey, I was just with P. She's like, P? Yeah, from Dayton. Oh, I don't know no P's. <laughs> That's that's our city right now. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it's a lot of us out there. If we can even figure out how to get together out there, we'll probably pop. Shout out Dirty Dale. I ain't heard from Dale shout in three out, weeks. Huh? <laughs> I know <laughs> shout, out, Dale. shout out Dirty Dale. <laughs> shout out Peso. All these about niggas, bro. Every one of these niggas have slept on something in my residence for, for free. All of, I look out for my niggas. If it's one thing I can say, I've reached out. I always show love. Everybody that had a couch. Mm -hmm. From the old days, from shout out superstar O when I was giving O meals on the couch. So I can't even get O to pick up a call, <laughs> you feel me? But it's all love because O deserves it. If, mm -hmm. if people ever question why O got there, I remember that circle. I remember them being up under JR and, and, and him being the brokest nigga the whole time. Mm -hmm. Him sleeping couch to couch the whole time. Mm -hmm. Him really wanting to figure out how to make beats like JR makes beats the whole time. Right. And he got it. So when I when I watch the brokest nigga, mm -hmm. the one who I didn't even loan my couch to a couple times, now mm -hmm. have a Lambo, have a fucking I eight, he deserve it. Mm -hmm. So give those people praise. We they may not fuck with us, we may not always show love to each other, but just because somebody don't show you love does not mean you got to show them hate. And that's the problem in our city. If we can get past the idea that something somebody's doing is against us and it's not your what you eat don't make me shit. Your fame doesn't block my fame. I show love to everybody. The nigga who disses me the most, I've shared every one of his songs. The mm -hmm. first time he shared something is when he thought I dissed him. Mm -hmm. We have an issue. We have to just show <laughs> the same love. Shout out Iman Jones, who I think he got yep. the code. He shows yep. a lot of positivity. Yeah. You know, like that's all we so got. So I was do. gonna ask you, was there any uh last words you wanted to leave off on? It sounded like you kinda uh, already rocked. Yeah, <laughs> all I wanna leave off on, man, is is show your people love, bro. Like we come from this little filthy fucker together. We we know what it did to us. We know all of we know everybody is is literally two people away. That's mm -hmm. real shit. Two people you would ask knows everybody. Mm -hmm. And you're probably related. You're probably mm -hmm. real life family. So like just stop being fucking haters mm -hmm. and start showing love. We don't need to be like Atlanta. We can be Dayton. We yeah. don't need to be like Columbus. We can mm -hmm. be Dayton. We have more talent than any place I've ever been and mm -hmm. I've been through a lot of places. <laughs> We have more talent than everybody. Mm -hmm. We have more passion than everybody. We just got this weird old, like,
we can't see each other succeed. And yeah. then for those of us who are succeeding, stop being scared of success. Uh, my name is Peter MC, P-T-H-E-E-M-C-E-E. -E -E on everything. <laughs> um, if you're on Facebook, PF Team Them. If you're on the internet, P-T-H-E-E-M-C-E-E. -E -E. And if you want to do something for me, just take your favorite person that you've heard locally, whether it's a rapper or a rock and roll dude or a fucking beatboxer, and just show him love. Tell your people about him. To show, share, share his video to somebody that you think needs to see it. You know, Sway in the morning may not listen to the artist, but I guarantee you they listen to their fans. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, if a hundred niggas in Dayton sent Mike Lansky's video to anywhere, Mike Lansky's video or person is going to be contacted by where they sent it. We mm -hmm. just need to come together. We have a lot of people in the city, and we're obviously good for forty thousand views, sixty thousand views on videos when we're mm -hmm. shitting on each other. Mm -hmm. So let's take that same fifty. 60,000 and put it towards helping each other. And that's Shout out to Peter MC. I'm so All glad I could dreamers, get him man. on the uh, on the mic. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all can find me at AOD Media Group. Yeah, and if you in Ohio on the 28th, we will be at two by two. Um, I probably won't ever perform hey. for Dayton, Ohio, unless they catch me out 30 bands. I'm sorry, I love y'all, but I've given y'all too much free time in my life. You know, so cash me out or see me never. All right.